What's up, listeners? Welcome back or to the podcast that takes its silliness seriously. The Professionally Silly Podcast. That's where you are currently. I'm glad you're here. Thank you so much. Um, I like to shoot the shit and discuss a variety of awesome paranormal experiences, true crime stories, and a lot of random interesting ass topics that I find online. I'm your audible boo thing, Amber Smiles Jones. And if you're new here, thanks so much for giving my, my pod a shot. I appreciate that. Have a look at the uh, at the titles of my past episodes. I do believe that you'll enjoy the random. Think of it as an audible variety show. Join in on the silly. I tell you what, guys. Okay. So as you know, before I get into the show, I got to tell you about my life. And uh, <laughs> it's like, ah, oh, all the skippers are like, oh, God. 10 minutes of this can't do it it won't be that long um so I've been busy as fuck this week all right between researching for the podcast filming and editing uh you know videos for both my YouTube channels and uh, the TikTok videos and all that stuff your girl has been busy I've been I've been really just secreting content for a long time now and why would I say that secreting content good lord but uh, I've been busy but in a good way you know, also my mother's birthday just passed, uh, this, uh, July 18th. So she's 29 again for the 30th time. And you know what? Fuck it. If she can be 29 forever, then I can be 25. Damn it. And that's, that's what I'm going with. <laughs> that's, that's what I'm going with. So what else is going on in my world? Uh, Oh, my dad and I are working on our next children's book, which we are super excited about. You may or may not be aware of this, but my father and I wrote a children's book together a couple years ago, and the website to our publishing company has actually been in the show notes for a while now, from broke to breakthrough, and uh, I'm super excited about it, and uh, working with my dad is awesome. The, the man is just plain wonderful, okay? We are, we're working on a lot of projects together, and I'm, uh, I'm grateful to be home so I can have this amazing opportunity for us to build something together. And uh, books, you know, they last forever, you know? So I'm really excited about that. Uh, also, we just filmed a video together for my professionally silly YouTube channel where I got my dad to do a Capri Sun challenge-ish with me. And for those of you who are listening who don't, who've never heard of Capri Sun, maybe you're international listener, listener, it is a, uh, so they say, naturally flavored juice drink that comes in this kind of like aluminum type pouch it's very uh, tasty very nostalgic it's a good time so my dad joined me on that it was so it was it was adorable it was fun and I'm glad that we uh we have that memory together so that's pretty cool also another news uh I defended my home from spiders and wasps yep sure did I went outside with a broom and a can of raid and I went crazy. Okay, I, I live in an area in Georgia that just happens to have like all kinds of spiders, which now that I think about it, I guess that's everywhere or anywhere in the world. <laughs> Everybody, all places have all kinds of spiders. Okay, I, I really do think the spiders are, are everywhere. Okay, they really are. And I hate it. They're at le- you're, you're always at least six feet away from a spider. That, that's just how it is, which is horrible, horrible thought. But that's the truth. I feel like I, I may have mentioned this last week to you guys on the podcast, but I, I honestly can't remember. And I told my, I told a lot of my friends uh, this story over the last couple of days, and I just I had to share it with you guys. So I, I went outside the house because there are there were spiderwebs and uh, wasp nests right outside the entrance of, of my home, okay, and the uh, garage door entrance too. So uh, I I had to do what I had to do, and all of it. All it would take, honestly, is for someone to open the door and those bugs, the spiders, or the wasps could have just made their way into the house. And I was not having it. No, sir. No, ma'am. No way. No how. Okay. So I went on the offense. Yep. Which, by the way, I didn't have a bra on. That will be important later. Remember that uh, lovely, <laughs> that lovely uh, topic there. I did not have a bra on. So, and it's not as sexy as you would think. So I'm out here, okay, out there trying to defend my home with a broom and a can of Raid. I creep up on the wasp nest first, okay, secretly hoping that the wasps would, um, wasps, that's a hard one, hoping that the wasps will get upset or scared and run 
right into the spider web, which would have made my job a lot easier, but that's not what happened. So I took the can of Raid, I shook it, and then I, I, I sprayed it, okay? But I realized it's not the kind of bug spray that comes out in a nice, thick stream, but it came out in an aerosol-type spray, you know? So they <laughs> they did nothing, uh, that did nothing but piss them off, pretty much. These Those wasps, they looked at me like, is this bitch serious? I'll smack the shit up out that no bra wearing ass bitch. That's that's how I feel. That's what I feel like the wasps were saying to me. Wasps. That's a fun word. So, <laughs> so the uh, the wasps go. Um, uh, they they go back to doing what they're doing. I don't know. I guess they're they're recognized. I guess I was like kind of like uh, trying to. To, to, to use the stream of the heavy spray that I was thinking I was going to get to, you know, to get them to run off like, oh shit, poison, we gotta go. That didn't work because it didn't come out right. So the wasp, they get back to it. I don't know. I guess they were like reorganizing their nest. I have no idea. So I, <laughs> then I get, uh, I get, I get, uh, bored with that. Uh, and I said, you know what? I have a broom in my other hand and I slowly creep up behind them. Mind you, I'm wearing a huge red shirt and my nipples are dragging on the ground. Remember, no bra. So, <laughs> I can't... <laughs> That's quite the picture that I put in your head. Does her nipples really drag on the floor? No, they don't. Shut up. That was a joke. <laughs> so, I count down from three to one. I'm like, three, two, one. Then I take the broom and I jab it at the wasp nest, Okay. Not, not my best move, mind you. No, these flying, overly aggressive motherfuckers are furious with me and have, and they come speeding down towards my body area, okay? So I take off running full speed, wearing slides with no socks on, mind you. So not to mention the grass was wet because it just rained earlier that day. So my feet are sliding around in my sandals. My titties are flying all over the damn place because, you know, no bra. And I'm just <laughs> trying to get away from the wasps, okay? And and they're, they're not... <laughs> oh, by the way, I'm trying to fall flat on my face at, at the same time. And my titties are just flopping all over, just, just doing what brawless titties do, just being free. Okay, mind you, I'm a D-cup, so these bitches have a mind of their own. It, it was quite the sight, I would imagine, seeing this go down, I'm sure. So I <laughs> I, <laughs> I, could just imagine my neighbors looking at me like I was like I was a fucking fool. Like, is this bitch running around with no bra? Because like <laughs> I guarantee from their vantage point, they could not see the wasps that were in full drone strike mode, mind you, okay, trying to take my life. All they see is this big titty bitch running around and screaming, flailing her arms around and her titties all over the fucking place. <laughs> anyway, I was uh, I was able to get the nest down after the after uh the dramatics, okay, and not get stung. Yeah, 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 yeah. So then um, I decided, okay, let's go ahead with the spider webs. It's time for the spiders now. And the spider webs were a lot easier to deal with than the wasp nest because, you know, I don't know. But I, I was fucking terrified. I was because I was like, what if it's a jumping spider? You know, what if I fall into it and the spiders take all over my body? What if spiders ac- accidentally get in my hair? I was going through a lot of what ifs in my head. But needless to say, all right, I'm a full ass motherfucking hero. I protected my family and my home and I didn't need a bra to do it. So suck on those titties. <laughs> oh my God. I hate everything about me at this moment. <laughs> What's going on professionally silly listeners. I have to share something amazing with you guys that is super exciting. Recently, a company by the name of Vance Global reached out to me and they wanted me to try their product. Now, they are a Milwaukee-based CBD joints and hemp manufacturer. Now, Vance Global is providing us with a safer alternative to smoking tobacco products. And they have even created the most potent CBD cigarette out there. 
So if you're interested in CBD cigarettes and or you may be interested in an alternative to smoking tobacco products, then this is for you. Check out their Instagram at Vance Global, V-A-N-C-E, then the word global, and then take a look at the merchandise and see if there's something there that you want to purchase. And make sure that you use the coupon code SMILES to get 20% off your purchase. Once again, the coupon code is SMILES to get 20% off your purchase. Vance Global. I'll be sure to post their link tree down below in the show notes of this episode. So, okay, last week we talked about some insane family secrets, which, you know, we all have secrets. Some are small, some are large, some are dark, and some are just plain fucking embarrassing. (laughs) And we, we have our reasons for keeping these secrets, but luckily for me, I was able to find a few that did not remain secrets forever. So from cheaters to sex toys... We covered a lot. One of the secrets that we discussed even involved the BTK serial killer. And if you haven't heard that episode, make sure you go ahead and check it out because it was creepy as hell. But in a a fun way, in a fun way. So today, today I decided to keep the creepy vibe. Let's, Let's talk about a topic that affects so many of us. Have you ever been home alone and thought of the most horrible things that could happen to you? The kind of thoughts that that make you want to be sure that all the windows and doors in your home are securely closed and locked. You know, remember that that sound that you heard, but you convinced yourself it was just the wind or the house settling or whatever dumbass reason that you've convinced yourself it was. Well, in these stories, we have a group of people who were home alone, and things and the things that scare us the most actually happened to them. So the sound they heard, oh, it wasn't a wind, baby. Some, some, something was brewing. Something evil, something dark, something scary. <laughs> but before we get into today's creepy-ass episode, let me remind you, if you guys have any of your own horrifying moments, send them in. I want to do an episode about all the horrible things that have happened to you. <laughs> you know, that would be awesome. Please do that. Or maybe you have a different kind of story. Maybe maybe you found something cool that you that you, uh, while you were packing, you, you came across something you haven't seen in years, or, or or you're renovating your home and you found something weird in the wall, or some weird shit in the attic that you never seen before. You know, it's some some. Maybe you got your own home alone story. I don't know. Send it in. You can also share some embarrassing, funny, paranormal stories or experiences that you've had. Send them in. Email me at itsprofessionallysilly at gmail.com. Everything is spelled correctly. Itsprofessionallysilly at gmail.com. So I, I talk about a variety of topics. So join in on the silly. Also, if you would like to show your support for this podcast, guess what? You can do that by leaving a five-star and written review on Apple Podcast or whichever podcast platform that you're using, but especially Apple Podcasts. They, boy, they are the podcast gods. And uh, if people are liking my cast on there, Apple Podcasts will suggest me to other listeners who haven't heard of us yet, which is awesome. I'm saying us like there's more than me. It's just me. <laughs> it's just me. So thank you guys so much for hanging out with me this week. And uh, if you're new, well, uh, I hope you come back. Let's let's get on to the show, shall we? Let's let's do that. As many of you know, I usually like to start this my podcast episodes with a nice little toe dip into the creepy. I don't like to just jump right in. The water's cold. Okay, <laughs> we got to test it out. Test the waters. All right. I like to I like to dip my toe into the creepy, but not today, bitches. Not today. I'm going to start off with, with one of the things that scare us the most. Imagine with me, if you will. Okay, you're sitting at home alone and it's dark outside. It's nighttime and you hear strange noises that you can't, you can't quite make out what the cause of the sound is, but, but you're almost positive that something just isn't right. Then you find out that everything that you were afraid of that could happen 
is actually happening in that exact moment. Shout out to thoughtcatalog.com for this story and probably a few others in this episode, if I'm being completely honest. Thoughtcatalog.com. It's a good read. Them and Bored Panda. Ah, man, I love those websites so fucking much. (laughs) So let's go ahead and take a look at this first story. But first, I need to belch. That, 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 it sounded like I vomited in my mouth. I didn't. It was just a bitch burp. I may have taken a shot of whiskey before recording this. Listen, don't judge me. You don't know my life. (laughs) But that burp was bullshit. Do not rate that one. You guys know full well that I am capable of giving seven or higher burp rating. Seven out of ten. A seven or higher. Usually that wasn't even a one. So just don't come for me. I can see Ebony and Olivia now in the damn uh, podcast group on Facebook. Your burps are bullshit. (laughs) Check out the podcast Facebook, the Professionally Silly Podcast group on Facebook. Okay, so this story, it reads, Last night I was laying in bed watching YouTube videos on my phone and falling asleep when I hear someone struggling with their luck next door. Then silence. And then a, a different adjacent condo sounds like they're having trouble. This didn't sound right. So I silently got out of bed and grabbed my M&P 9. Side note, the condo has an extremely open floor plan. All rooms open into the main room. Then my door, fidgeting. And then nothing. Then I see the outline of a man in the twilight at at my cracked open window. I can see his silhouette through the blinds I chamber around. Now, for those of you who don't know, uh, I had to look it up. An MMP nine is a handheld gun. It's a, it's I think it's a I think it's an automatic. I don't know if it's automatic or not, but it's a fucking gun. It looks like a nine millimeter. I think that's what it is. And so let's let's get on back to the story here. I chamber around. He punched my screen out and tried to climb in. Had his head, one arm and one leg through. Still, I didn't fire. I had dialed 911, took almost 30 seconds to get someone with all the auto-attendant menus asking if I speak Spanish. All the while, I'm screaming, get the fuck out of my house. Someone call 911. Dispatch finally answers. I start shouting my address, shouting, get the fuck out of my house, home invasion in progress. I can't get out and I will defend myself. Note, I live in Portland, Oregon. No duty to retreat. So there is no law in in Oregon that you can't defend your home. I'm assuming that's what that little note means. That was my little add-on. Let's get back to the story. Here's my fuck up. I I set the pistol down and grabbed my Mossberg 512 gauge loaded with zero, zero buck. I'm assuming they mean double zero buck. I don't know. I don't know much about guns. I racked the slide. And the moment I had hoped that the distinctive sound would show I'm not fucking around. He says, I don't give a fuck. Well, I switched back to the M&P because I practice with it more and am more confident with it. Plus, 17 shots versus five. I made the clear choice. But in stupidity, I stupidly switched the weapons. I took my eyes off the target, left myself vulnerable, big fuck up, and it could have it could have had a bad outcome. But he just stared at me, then left. That was it. About a minute later, three cruisers roll up. Total time of incident from initially picking up my pistol to cops showing up was under four minutes. When seconds count, police are minutes away. Even with pretty fast response time like that, that's not bad, I gotta say. Four minutes? <laughs> Shit, I call Los Angeles. Them other LAPD, man, them motherfuckers that show up to the next day. <laughs> Shit. Let me get back to the story here. When seconds count, police are minutes away, even with a pretty fast response time like that. I will also say that Portland PD have always been very professional when I've dealt with them, no complaints. One statements, once statements were done, and they left to canvas the area, I grabbed my shield nine and drove to my girlfriend's house for the night. 
Okay. This, this is why you shouldn't live in condos. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. I, <laughs> okay. I've lived in apartment buildings before and uh, you can hear people coming home and unlocking their doors and closing their doors and etc. Okay. So hearing someone fuck around with your next door neighbor's door and then the door across the hall from you, that, that might make you wonder what the fuck is going on. <laughs> you know, that's, that's the kind of thing where I would kind of slowly walk to my door and look through the people and see what the fuck, you know what I'm saying? I hope to God that my floors don't creak in the way there, you know, <laughs> I, I feel like, I feel like you guys know the difference between the sound of someone unlocking a door and opening it simply, you know, versus someone struggling to get a door open, you know, someone fidgeting with the lock. The two sounds very different. You know, I can tell the difference. And I can tell you right now, if I saw someone punch my window screen open, okay, and then make their way in, I, I honestly don't really know how I would have, how I would react to that. I would like to think I would get to fight mode and beat that ass, you know, before they make their way all the way in. I don't know. Or to be honest with you, there's a good chance I could just stand there in complete silence and fear and not move a muscle. There's a good chance that could happen too. You never know what's going to happen when the time actually comes, you know? And, uh, <laughs> I've, I've, like I said, I've lived in apartments before. Okay. And I, I have lived in apartments where my home was intruded upon, but I was never alone when those, when those things happened. Thank God. This person was alone and clearly, you know, this is the crazy thing. The creep, okay, heard, heard the rack slide and was like, I don't give a fuck. What? What? That makes no sense. That makes absolutely no sense to me. This person was alone and heard the creepy, uh, the creepy intruder before the actual break in. So, you know, their anxiety was on high at that, at that particular moment, but luckily for them, you know, they had not one, but two guns, but the writer of the story, the person who shared the story, you know, uh, did say that things could have gone left very quickly after putting down the uh, smaller gun to pick up the second gun, which is a shotgun and taking their eyes off the intruder. Okay. Now I, I completely understand why they grabbed their shotgun because, you know, I've, if, if I heard someone rack the slide of a shotgun, I would certainly be ex like excruciatingly excruciatingly. Wow. What word am I looking for? I would be super cautious. <laughs> I have no idea what word I was looking for or what word I fucking said. But if I heard the, the rack to a shotgun slide, I would be very cautious and I'd be terrified as fuck. That sound usually means don't fuck with me. If you move any closer, I'm going to fill you. With, I'm going to fill you full of buck. That's what's going to happen. Okay. The fact that Buddy responded to that sound with, I don't give a fuck. That's terrifying for several reasons. And let me explain to you a couple of them. One, they aren't afraid. Okay. And they might still confront you. And two, you, you might actually have to shoot and kill someone. Now, okay. I understand protecting yourself and your family and your home, but that does not make killing someone easy. Okay. Taking a life is never easy. And if it is, you're probably like a sociopath. I don't know your life or your story, but that can be very difficult for the average person. Even if that person you killed deserved to die, you know what I'm saying? And I, 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 I certainly, I certainly don't want to have to make that choice. If, if I've got the option, you know what I'm saying? I, I, I don't, I don't, I don't want that on my conscience for the rest of my life, if I can help it. And I tell you what, I tell you what, this person certainly needs to practice with their shotgun as well and get just as comfortable as they are with their handheld. Because in my opinion, if you were, if you're not comfortable with a gun, you probably shouldn't fucking have it. <laughs> okay. Because the guy who doesn't give a fuck might be comfortable with your gun, take it from you and use it against you. Look, I'm a, look, I'm gonna be right back. I need to just, uh, check my windows and doors right quick. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna be right back. <laughs> Shit. So this, this next story right here is, uh, just, just plain terrifying. And I completely understand the fear 
that this person discusses and uh, discusses in the story. And uh, thank you to the occult museum dot com for this lovely story. Nothing like a heartfelt story like this one to make you feel safe, because clearly that's what this podcast episode is about. If it were opposite day. <laughs> Shit. So let's go ahead and uh, get into this story right here. And it reads, I was home alone overnight and I was sitting on the computer in the living room that had big French windows. I was 11, but begged my dad not to get a sitter. The backyard motion light goes on, but I didn't think much of it since we lived in the woods and rabbits and deer were common. After it didn't go off for 10 minutes or so, I looked over my shoulder at the window to see if some deer were eating, were eating my dad's garden, and I see an oldish, maybe 50-year-old man just staring right at me, right into my eyes. I was so scared that I couldn't move. I finally jumped up and ran upstairs to my dad's room and grabbed his gun and sat in the corner of the room facing the door. When my dad got home in the mid-morning, he found me still crawled up in the corner clutching the gun. Since then, my biggest fear is looking out the window and seeing other people looking back at me. Oh, this is why you don't live in a place with huge French windows. I'm going to be saying something like that for every, for every type of home. Okay. This, this kid also mentioned living in the woods. This is why you don't live in the woods either. Who am I kidding? It's, oh my God. It's, it's honestly not safe anywhere. Clearly in the woods, in the city, in a barn, in a shack, and there's no safety anywhere. And it's terrifying. First off, let me, let me start off by saying that this is, is, is a true fear that I actually have. Okay. I got my first apartment by myself when I was in college and I had a lot of apartments since then. I don't know, like six or seven, I guess if I had to count, I think, I don't know. I have to think a little bit longer about it, but I've had a lot of apartments since then. And I have this thing where I have to shut the blinds, close the blinds or curtains at night, because if the lights are on in my home and it's dark outside, anyone walking by can see clearly into your home. Now being a true crime addict, as you guys know, I'm a true crime fanatic, always have been, always will be. Okay, I've come across many stories, uh, non-fictional and fictional, uh, of people peering in- into the homes of others. In some instances, there were uh, peeping toms, uh, burglars, stalkers, rapists, or even murderers. And uh, look, as a woman, I have a lot to fear in this world because a, a lot of a lot of men are terrifying human beings. And I, I not- notice I said a lot of men, not all men, I get that. But a lot of you motherfuckers tend to take what you want, especially when it comes to a woman being by herself. Uh, it's, it's terrifying how often horrible things happen that men are responsible for. And, and let me just say this before I get some angry ass emails. Women are assholes too, okay? Women can rape, women can kill, but let's be honest, it's predominantly men that are doing this shit. And if women are doing it as much as men are, I guess they're better at it because they're getting away with it. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> it's okay. But it's okay. You know, when you watch a, a, a scary scene from a movie or TV show and, and the camera at that particular moment, seems, it's probably a handheld camera at that time because the, the, the video footage that you're looking at is moving around almost as if it were a person. Okay, it's kind of like a a POV kind of situation. And the camera is looking into someone's home while the lights are on and it's dark outside. Right. And the people in the house have no idea that they're being watched. And when they look outside, all they can see is darkness. But whoever is hiding in the bushes can see everything through their window and to their brightly lit home. Uh, Oh, God, it freaks me out. I I definitely like to open the blinds uh, and the curtains during the day, but the moment the sun begins to set and and I can't grab any more of that free daylight. Okay. And I, and I got to turn on lights in my house. (laughs) I gotta, I gotta uh, get get ready to pay some, pay for the electricity. 
Okay. I always close the curtains and or blinds because I'm terrified that someone will be able to see into my house. Now, luckily for me, no one has, has ever just watched me from outside my house or my apartment. As far as I know, anyway, knock on wood. Just knocking on wood there. <laughs> just knocking on the wood. But I, I, I certainly am not going to give them a free show. You know, so I close my blinds every damn night. I don't need them to know what, I, what, what items I have in my home, what I'm wearing, if I'm even home. They don't need to know any of that information. You see what I'm saying? And when I, when I came back home to Atlanta, I started doing that around my mom's house and she can't fucking stand it. <laughs> she cannot stand it. But I, I've lived in Los Angeles for seven years and every apartment I had was on the first floor, street level. Meaning any motherfucker walking on the sidewalk can be like, oh, what's that bitch up to? You see what I'm saying? <laughs> it's a lot of crazy shit goes down in, in, in L.A. Now, as you know, L.A. can be a very dangerous place, especially for a woman and especially at night. But for women, let's be honest, we have to be vigilant at all times, day or night. Okay, so I completely understand this kid's fear of looking out the window and seeing someone else staring right back at you. That is terrifying as shit. And I hope I never have to experience something like that. I really do. I bet when his dad came back and saw that his son was clutching the gun, he's probably like, see, this is exactly why you need a damn babysitter. <laughs> give, me, give me that damn gun. Give me, that, give me this gun. <laughs> and, you know, and you know, every time that dad leaves to do something and the kid you know, begs to be left alone, and I don't need a babysitter, Dad. I, I can handle myself. He's like, nope, the last time we did this, I came home to, with you clutching a gun in the corner. No, we're, we're, not, we're not going down that path again. You know, shit. <laughs> uh, that dude's lucky, because, I mean, I don't know if, because anybody else, I mean, not anybody else, but anyone, a lot of people could have reacted to that differently, ran to get the gun and came out shooting. But this young man, this kid, or girl, I don't really know, uh, you know, assumed that this, this creepy fucking old guy was going to enter their house. And homie got the gun and sat there and fucking waited. Just waited. Didn't call the cops, just waited. Ah. <sighs> mm -mm. Look, close your blinds, y'all. Close your blinds. Ah. If anything, this podcast episode... If it doesn't entertain you, it'll at least make you paranoid. And I feel like if I at least do that, I've done my job. <laughs> Let's go into this next story. Thoughtcatalog.com once again coming at us with uh, some terrifying ass shit. But this time it has it has the ending we we all would hope happens, if you will. OK, so this one reads. I was at I was home midweek one time because my company gave us gave gave us our department a day off after pulling some all-nighters i was just sitting on my couch playing on the other playing on the internet wow i can't read i was sitting on my couch playing on the internet when i see a shadow across the back sliding glass door i thought it might be it might have been my neighbor's dog who likes to come visit for treats every so often but i wasn't in the mood so i ignored it then I get up to get something from the bedroom and happen to look in the hallway bathroom and there's some dude trying to climb in through the window. What is with people in climbing through windows? That is so fucking terrifying. And bathroom windows are usually not large enough for people to be climbing in and out of. I do not have time. Sorry. So I look, <laughs> I happen to look in the hallway bathroom and see some dude trying to climb through the window. I quickly run over and yank his leg down so he smashes his balls on the windowsill. He's yelling while I'm screaming bloody murder, hold his arm and just start wailing on his face, ribs, ears, etc. I shoved him off and he just takes off running. I laughed at that one. First of all, that one, how many times has this happened to this person? <laughs> and also, second of all, yes, I know that's right. Defend your home, damn it. This right here, this right here is exactly why, exactly what I would want to do. You know, if someone tried to break into my home, I would hope that it would go down like that. You know, <laughs> mind you, I don't want anyone to break into my home. 
But should something like that occur, I would like to think I would kick their fucking ass and embarrass the shit out of them. And if I can bust one of their nuts, that's a plus. You know, <laughs> you know. Okay, I heard it after I said it. Shut up. Okay. <laughs> I can't believe I just said bust a nut. Okay. Well, <laughs> technically I said bust one of their nuts. So this went left really quick. Anyways, <laughs> speaking of busting nuts, <laughs> but I, I want to pretend that the person that told th this story is a woman. Okay. And to be honest with you, I'm not really sure what gender any of the stories uh, you know, what the gender of the other people telling these stories are that I'm sharing today. Cause they didn't actually, they didn't like, you know, use pronouns to describe themselves, all the stories, uh, or at least all of, all the ones that I came across, uh, they're told in first person form. So I'm not really sure, but for this particular story, I want to pretend it was a badass bitch. It was a woman who kicked this dude's ass and bust his nut open. And <laughs> obviously, no matter who, the, no matter who it was that defended their home, they're a fucking badass, clearly. But this, this is this is why you don't live in a home that has windows in the bathroom. This right here. <laughs> this is why. Don't have French doors, uh, big ass French windows. Okay. Don't don't live in the woods, and don't live in a condo, and your bathroom should not have a window in it. Okay. <laughs> these are all the things that you need to, to feel safe. Don't, don't do these things. <laughs> also, if you hear something, just take a, just take a second to, to, to look, listen, please don't ignore it. Had this person had, had this person not gotten up to get something from their bedroom, there's a good chance, you know, that man could have gotten into their home and things could have gotten a lot worse. Okay. I'm just saying, but because especially if they ignored that sound. So if you hear shit, pay attention. It might save your life. And you might get to bust a nut. I don't know. <laughs> I swear I'm an adult. I promise. <laughs> Even my jokes, like my jokes may be juvenile, damn it, but I have a college degree. Leave me alone. <laughs> This, this next story is, is fucking amazing. I couldn't believe it when I came across this one. Oh my God. Thoughtcatalog.com. You've outdone yourself once again, friend. You, you, you've outdone yourself. Now I, I'm about to tell you guys about an eight-year-old child who had to deal with the fear that we all have had as human beings. Y'all, this one right here, this one right here. Oh, let me, let me just. Let me just read it. Okay. It reads, when I was eight years old, we lived out in a farmhouse and an orchard. The nearest town was about 10 minutes away. And my dad was working far enough that he stayed away during the week. One morning, I heard my mom yelling and I thought I had missed the bus. So I got out of bed and saw a naked man hitting her and trying to grab her. He was out in a bender and had and had and had just walked to the nearest lights and broke in our dog was barking and nipping at him but she wasn't a trained attack dog or anything i ran back into my room and grabbed the little 22 bolt action my dad had given me and the ammo he made me he made me keep separate and loaded it it seemed like it took forever to load those five shots I ran outside following the dog barking and saw him dragging my mom by her hair. I remember trying to be steady like I had been taught, but I, I just fired over and over again. And I didn't know it at the time, but three of the five shots hit him. And he was later found by the, poli by the police after someone dropped him anonymously at the hospital about an hour away with one of the bullets lodged in his lung. At that time, I had a hard time processing it, mainly because the state mandated I, the state mandated I see a counselor, and she kept insinuating I should feel all kinds of emotions that I wasn't, which made me feel like there was something wrong with me. In the end, I just feel lucky that I, that I was brought up by parents who trusted me and spent time teaching me never to panic. Wow. Okay. 
first of all, this is why you don't live in a farmhouse <laughs> that's in an orchard. You don't do it, okay? This is this whole episode. Don't do any of the things that these people do. Wow, was that even English? All those words just kind of fill up my face. <laughs> just don't do, don't live any place that these people lived in, okay? Goodness, goodness. Okay, let's just let's just start here, okay? Uh, okay, not to mention. He, he did say the nearest town was 10 minutes away. Now, during an emergency, that is some precious time and 10 minutes will seem like 13 hours. Okay, it will. Now, oh my God, can you even imagine waking up to hearing your mom yelling frantically and being eight years old? Then the next thing you see is a naked man hitting your mom. That, that, woo. That's something I don't want to even imagine now as an adult, let alone actually see it as an eight-year-old child. The fuck? This kid is a real fucking real-life superhero. Legit. He was, he was actually calm enough to locate the gun and the box of ammo, which were separate, then load all five shots, which I'm assuming it might have been a revolver, all five shots, aiming the gun while this random, crazy, naked, drunk-ass man was dragging his mom or her mom by her hair and firing all five shots and never, not once, did he hit his mother. He didn't mention that. This motherfucker hit his target three out of five shots at the age of eight. Think about that for a second. That is some serious shooting. A lot of us as adults, we have... No idea how we would react, but I'm going to be honest with you, like 50-50, it's going to be a, a flight or, 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 or fight kind of kind of thing. You're either going to run, you're either going to just fucking stand there terrified, uh, or you're going to jump in and do what needs to be done. And this eight-year-old, this child, this little dude or little girl or whatever, because I actually don't know, but this kid is a complete badass. And I want to hire him or her as my as my personal security. I sure do. And he <laughs> he could probably at this point. I don't know how old the dude is now, but I'm sure at this point, he or she can probably hit their target by I don't know by smell or or, or sound while they're blindfolded. <laughs> at this point, son of a bitch, <laughs> I can hear my target moving thirteen degrees to the left. The fuck. <laughs> <laughs> that's the kind of dude who who can probably nail a shot by by the scent of someone's shitty cologne. Mm, I, I smell Chanel number two. I don't really know if that's a cologne number or not. I, I just knew Chanel. It just kind of came out. <laughs> that is crazy. Okay, they they get this dude or this chick started on hand to hand combat, and this dude or chick is gonna be like Jason Statham from Transporter. Like, it just unstoppable. Oh, I love that movie so much. But the first one. The first one is the best one. Everybody knows that. If you haven't seen The Transporter starring Jason Statham, the very first one, you are missing out on some amazing action. That movie was so well done. The stunt coordinator and the fight coordinator that that uh, that, that put all that shit together was amazeball. Actually, the entire team that put the movie together was off their fucking shit. I love it. So check out The Transporter. And uh, try to stay calm if somebody breaks into your home and tries to, you know, hurt your family. And after that, watch The Transporter too. Whatever. <laughs> Man, I, these stories are crazy. Shout out to Distractify.com for this next family story. Uh, <laughs> have you ever had the thought in your mind, like, what kind of weapon would I use if someone broke into my home? Uh I should probably keep shoes nearby in case I need to run or, you know, let me lock the door immediately. Like I've done this where like I will practice putting my key into the front door lock and see how fast I can do it. You know what I'm saying? And it's a lot harder than you think when you're trying to be fast about it. Now imagine trying to do that because someone is coming up behind you and, and you feel like you're in danger. It's even harder then. <laughs> you know, your adrenaline's rushing, you're breathing hard, your hands are shaking, you might be sweaty. It's going to be a whole fuck show. It's just a fuck show, a shit show. That's what I meant to say. <laughs> All right. So uh, let's go ahead and uh, take a look at this next story because the guy I'm about to tell you about worked with what he had. That's what he did. He worked with what he had. 
All right. So it reads, years ago, my dad had just gotten up for work and was about to get into the shower when he heard our home alarm system going off. He goes downstairs, checks the front, back, and basement, and he doesn't see anything. He goes out to the garage in his boxers, and the door is open. So he slowly goes in and grabs the first weapon he sees, a weed whacker. All of a sudden, this guy comes running from in between my parents' cars towards my dad, and the two of them go hand to hand, well, hand to weed whacker. My dad beat the absolute shit out of him, but he got away. But how embarrassing to have your ass beat with a weed whacker by a dude in his boxers. Lesson learned. Don't fuck with a Vietnam vet's home when he has a wife and two young daughters at home. Or you might just find yourself on the business end of a weed whacker. First of all, that's awesome as fuck and it's insane and I love it. And this dad was on his shit and he, he worked, <laughs> he worked with what he had. Homeboy went downstairs in just his boxers to see what the fuck was going on in his home. He checked the entire house and then goes out to the garage and this crazy thing, and this crazy thing decides to just attack him. The alarm is going off. And, and that's the crazy thing, I, I guess, is that the alarm did go off. And it didn't even deter the intruder from coming in. A lot of the times, alarm systems go off and the intruder decides it's time to leave. Like, oh, it's loud as fuck. Someone's going to hear me. They're going to come. I got to get the fuck out of here. You know, but this jackass decided to attack the man in boxers who's holding a weed whacker. The fuck? <laughs> the, the audacity. Okay. Now, remember... The guy that I mentioned earlier who uh, heard the rack slide on the gun, on the shotgun, right? And the guy who did not give a fuck, remember that? That is extremely terrifying that there are people in this world who really don't give a shit. They don't. And if you try to protect yourself, they don't give a shit. If you run away, they don't give a shit. They'll chase you. They don't care what you do. They will still try to take you out. Like, what the fuck? I hope this, I really do hope this episode makes y'all feel safe uh, and love and warm. Just loved and warm. That's what this podcast episode is all about. <laughs> okay. And if you attack a man's home and his family is inside, he's, he's most likely going to do everything he can to defend him if given the opportunity. Even if that means... Uh, you know, giving your family enough time to get away and you don't make it out. That's, that's what dads do, you know, and, and, and try, try to fuck with a mother's children. Oh, good luck. Good luck to you because she will rip your face off and wear it as a mask. Okay. <laughs> when family is involved, a lot of us would do absolutely anything we could to protect them. I, I don't know about you guys, but I, I would die for my family. No question. No question, you know, no question at all. Uh, I do wonder this, though. I, I can't help but thinking, I wonder if he had the time to turn the weed whacker on. I mean, probably not, but, you know, it's a good question. <laughs> Dude would have really got fucked up then. <laughs> Those things are sharp. Fuck. So I... I have a story of my own that I want to share with you guys. Uh, I don't think that I've mentioned it on here before, but it's possible that I have. I don't know. But if I did, I probably didn't go into detail. So when I lived in Los Angeles and honestly, every apartment I've ever had. <laughs> so this includes Georgia as well. Um, the state of Georgia. I, I always had weapons or, or things I could uh, I could use as weapons in each room. And I knew exactly where they were. And some of them were in plain sight and some of them weren't. Uh, like I mentioned before, my home has been intruded upon in the past. But luckily enough for me, both my roommates and their boyfriends were home during one of those times. So uh, one of the boyfriends was in the army at the time and he had several <laughs> weapons. And the other boyfriend was six foot five at 300 pounds. He was a big motherfucker. Okay. I, now I had just gone off work and it was about four in the morning. 
and I was working as a bar back and training to be a DJ at this nightclub in Savannah called Bar Bar, which I think is still there. It's in City Market downtown. But um, <clears throat> I also used to work as a supervisor at Spencer's Gifts in Orgathorpe Mall. I used to love that fucking job. Working at Spencer's was awesome. The only thing I didn't like when they had to do a floor change. Oh, that shit fucking sucked. Or there was a holler. Oh, God, I hated that shit. I remember there was a time where me and my buddy Theron, we worked there together and uh, we used to <laughs> we used to race vibrators across the floor. I mean, these were floor models. We didn't like open any up or anything like that. <laughs> and by the way, the difference between a vibrator and dildo is that vibrators require batteries. You know, you learn something new every day. All right. So back to the story. Uh, <laughs> so I was working at Spencer's Gifts in Orgathorpe Mall, and I was also a, a bar back at a bar at a, at a nightclub and uh, trained to be a DJ. But I, I, I bar backed on weekends because it allowed me to make some good ass fucking money. We were tipped out at the end of the night uh, by all the bartenders and, you know, they didn't they didn't cheat me of anything, which is really good. So for those of you that don't know what a bar back is, it's the person who refills the ice, uh, make sure make sure that all the garnishes are cut and placed and, you know, and placed out, you know, put out, uh, limes, lemons, cherries, olives, etc. you know, barbacks are the ones who make sure that all the glasses get washed and clean and the beer bottles are replaced, you know, as the night goes on, the kegs are changed. You know, that's what they do. It's a lot of fucking work and it's very, you gotta be strong you gotta be fast and you got, you just gotta be on your shit to do that job. And the other, and the other guys, um, yeah, the other guys, uh, the people constantly, excuse me, the other guys, the, <laughs> clearly I've forgotten how to speak. So anyways, the, the other thing is that the, those are the guys who people constantly ask them to make a drink. Like, can, can you make me a drink? Can I get this? And, and that dude always like, I'm not the bartender. Those are those dudes. They're usually wearing all black shirts. Don't make eye contact with anybody while they're behind the bar because they're there to make sure the bar has what you need when when the bartender comes to make your drink, that's their job. It was hard work, but I was young and strong back then. Uh, titties were higher up. Life was good. I, <laughs> I think I was like, like 22. I think at that time around that age, I'm like that early twenties. So anyways, I got home around 4 AM and a few minutes after, um, after I closed and locked the door behind me, there was a knock at the door. Now, mind you, it was like Sunday morning and I was actually expecting my dad who was driving down from Atlanta to Savannah for a visit. And it's like about a four hour drive. So I figured my dad left earlier than we discussed, you know, and I opened the door without thinking or looking in the peephole. Huge fucking mistake. And the moment the door was open, I was met with a strong force that swung the door into my face and I fell onto the floor. Uh, you know, like on my butt, you know, I just literally fell down and I'm looking up at this huge guy, you know, and he, he screamed asking me about some woman who didn't live there. I think her name was Tamika or, or something along those lines. And I told him that no one by that name lived there. I told him that mind you, we had only moved in about three months ago at the time. So she probably was the tenant that had that apartment before we did is my guess. So uh, when I fell back onto the floor, the man who kicked in the door grabbed me by my hair and tried to drag me up the stairs. Now that this was like a horrifying moment for me, horrifying. I, I had no idea what was going on, what to do. So I screamed. I, I let out a scream that I didn't know that I was capable of. And, and this guy was strong and it, and it happened so fast. There was really nothing I can do. My screaming and my fear did not seem to deter him. He didn't give a shit, you know, but luckily for me, my roommates and their boyfriends must have heard me screaming. Plus, I can't imagine someone kicking in the door is, is easy to sleep through either because both of their boyfriends ran downstairs in their boxers. Yep. My story involves boxers, too. <laughs> and uh, the boyfriend that was in the army had a, a knife and a handheld gun as he ran down the stairs. I don't know what kind of gun it was. I didn't really pay attention or give a shit. I just knew he had a gun. And the six foot five boyfriend who was also in his boxers had a hockey stick. So uh, the asshole who broke in 
let go of my hair and tried to run down the stairs, but fell, but fell on the way down onto a rug that was lying, uh, that was lying there on the floor, which was like a tile floor. Okay. So his weight caused that rug to slide hard into the wall. And, and I swear, like, it seemed at the time, like all of this was happening in slow motion, you know, all, it was like, oh my God, it was, it was a terrifying experience. So the intruder was, uh, finally able to get up and ran out the door and my roommates, their boyfriends, uh, chased the, chased him outside the apartment. Okay. And, uh, thinking back, uh, neither of them was wearing shoes. Unfortunately, the, the guy did get away, but I, I honestly think if either of the boyfriends were wearing shoes, they probably would have caught him to be, cause they were really close. It was raining outside at the time and, uh, there was gravel on the ground because I think the neighbor was doing something with their garden. I don't remember why the gravel was there. I don't know, but they stepped on it and, uh, on a few of those rocks trying to chase this asshole and they couldn't catch up with him, you know? But I, I think this guy was looking for some chick named Tamika. And when I told him that she didn't live there anymore or didn't live there at all, I don't think he believed me and wanted to see for himself, or at least that's what I, I tell myself, because if I were home alone, I don't think things would have ended very well for me. So there's my terrifying home intruder story. It was, it was horrifying. Now I, I didn't, I didn't have any PTSD or a hard time sleeping or anything like that for some crazy reason. Cause I thought when you experience something like that, that's, that would be a normal thing. But just like the eight year old, who was being told that what he was feeling wasn't true and you should be feeling this and you should be feeling that. You can't really control what you feel when these horrible things happen, you know, during or after. You just feel whatever and you deal with it. You know, I I was scared to be by myself, you know, uh, after that. I didn't want to be in the apartment alone. Uh, So if they were working and I was off work or whatever, I would just go to a friend's house or something. But I, I wasn't afraid uh, to sleep. I wasn't, I just didn't want to be alone because had I been alone when that happened, like I said, things could have been a lot fucking worse. So I, I, I happened to be very lucky that my, um, my roommates and their boyfriends were home. There were four other people in that house at the time or in that apartment at the time. Um, I'm very gracious that I'm I'm still alive. Honestly, I have no idea what that dude would have done. He was not afraid of anything until those two men came running down the stairs with their weapons and their boxers. So yeah, there you go. Enjoy that. <laughs> oh man. Memories, you know, just, just memories. Glad, glad that's a past memory. I'm glad that's, I'm glad that's over. <laughs> oh shit. If there is anything that you can take from this podcast episode, it's it's not safe anywhere. <laughs> it just isn't. <laughs> French windows, uh, condos, apartments, uh, farmhouses. It's just, you're not safe anywhere. Just take that, take that to bed with you. Okay. <laughs> also, busting someone else's nuts can be gratifying, you know, <laughs> especially if you're defending your home. Uh, also, maybe close your blinds at night and if possible, have someone in boxers nearby with a weed whacker. Honestly, don't even think that the gender matters. I just think that the boxers might have some sort of superpowers. So have someone nearby wearing boxers and nothing else. <laughs> Clearly, boxers do something. <laughs> and maybe, you know, if you're a woman, uh, keep, keep a bra nearby. You just never know when you, when you have to run away from wasps. Wasps. Professionally, silly life rules, people. I am here to, to save lives. I hope that you guys enjoyed uh, this episode. And if you did, let me know on the podcast Twitter at It's Pro Silly, I-T-S-P-R-O-S-I-L-L-Y, or in the Professionally Silly Pod group on Facebook. Check out the podcast Instagram while you're at it. And it's the same name as the Twitter at It's Pro Silly. Um, Also, if you want to join in on the silly and uh, you have any stories that you want to share, maybe you have something crazy happened to me kind of story of your own. Yo, something crazy happened. Let me tell you about it. Send that shit in, man. 
Maybe you have a, a scary or funny, embarrassing or paranormal story slash experience that you want to get off your chest, or maybe you just want to say hello. Email me at itsprofessionallysilly at gmail.com. Uh, that information is down in the show notes below. Let's let's make a listener episode together. I would love that. You can also leave me a message on the Anchor app or my Google Voice number, 805-664-1828. Leave me a voicemail or text message and I'll put you on the podcast unless you say otherwise. Otherwise, I would just super love to hear from you. That would be awesome. Also, uh, I want I want to thank you guys so much for coming back every week. It means so much to me that you're hanging out here with me and you're still here. And if this is your first time listening, I hope I didn't scare you off. <laughs> Just get your super powered boxers and you'll be fine. <laughs> and if you do decide to come back to join me, uh, make sure you do so every Friday as we get professionally silly. You can support this podcast by leaving reviews on whichever podcast directory that you're using, especially Apple Podcasts, uh, if you've got that, it's super, super important for the show. It's really the only way to help the podcast grow. And I I definitely need your help to do that, <laughs> to get the podcast to grow. So leaving a five-star and written review on Apple Podcasts really does help me out. So I would appreciate it. Make sure you let your friends know. Uh, let them in on the fun that we're having. This podcast is available on Spotify, Anchor, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and more. So... Speaking of which, uh, we have ourselves a new podcast review. Super excited about that. Want to share it with you. Uh, <laughs> before I do that, I want to go ahead and, and uh, shout out everyone that has left me a wonderful review on Apple Podcasts. Uh, I really, really appreciate your support. And you're the ones that made me feel like I could keep going. I cannot tell you how many fucking times that I just thought about just quitting this podcast, you know, and then I, I read the reviews from those of you who left them and it's inspiring me and it, uh, it makes me want to keep on going, you know, so thank you for taking the time to show support for this podcast and to help me grow. It means, it means a lot more than you think. So let me just go ahead and share, uh, share this review, this new review with you guys today. It's coming from Credit Genius. I might need to give this guy a call. And the uh, title is The Silly is Real. Oh, you you damn right, Credit Genius. Goddamn right. <laughs> Credit Genius says, I finally checked this podcast out and I'm so glad I did. I love paranormal, random stories, and anything in between. Amber is truly funny and has a talent no one should ignore. You won't be disappointed. Man, this review made my whole last day. Thank you, Credit Genius. I appreciate that. I am super glad that you decided to give my little podcast a shot. Uh, welcome to the Silly Club, man. Welcome. I'm really glad that you enjoy the different random topics that I discuss on this podcast because I had a lot of friends make the suggestion, oh, you should just stick to one topic. You should do this. But, you know, meh. Look, meh. <laughs> nah. I I'm into so many different things and... uh I'm the one that has, to do, that has to do all the research. I want to have a good time, you know, while I'm doing it. You know, I, I really appreciate your kind words, Credit Genius, and I'm super glad that you're subscribed. And I hope that you tell everyone that you've ever met in your entire life about this episode. And you do that, and we, we might just taste the sweet nectar that is success. I would I would love that. That would be fucking titties. It really would be. If you enjoy the Professionally Silly podcast and you want to help out, you can now do that uh, by supporting my silly content by making monthly donations here on the Anchor app. This will help my podcast uh, continue to flow and help move the silly forward. You can donate as low as 99 cents a month, $4.99 or $9.99 a month right here on the Anchor app. And uh, if you don't want to do that, you don't want to commit to monthly stuff, I also have a PayPal, so you can always PayPal me at www. or www.paypal.me slash Amber Smiles Jones, and uh, you can help me keep the silly flowing. Check out the show notes for more bonus information, like my social media stuff. I've got TikTok, Instagram, and two new you two new two YouTube channels. One of them is is uh, relatively new, the professionally silly YouTube channel and the paranormal blacktivity channel. I legit just posted a video for each of those channels this week. So 
enjoy the visual silly. And all my personal and podcast social media information is down below in the show notes as well. I, uh, I also included the links to the latest YouTube videos that I've made in the show notes. I hope that you guys enjoy that. You can snail mail me at my P.O. Box if you like, Amber Smiles Jones, P.O. Box 533, Lovejoy, Georgia, 30250. You can send me anything you want, and uh, I'll open it right here on the air and post a video of the unboxing on my YouTube channel. Yeah, now, I'm joking when I say this, but I'm also like low-key serious. Please don't send me a box of dildos. No one needs a box of dildos. One dildo is more than enough. <laughs> hi mom um <laughs> once again i'm your audible boo thing amber smiles jones and i thank you so much for listening to the professionally silly station here on anchor fm where i take my silliness seriously stay silly my loves and like i said in all my older episodes until next time my loves watch where you step because there's pieces of shit everywhere take care bye